0: Hi, and welcome to the Calm and Confident Chabad Mom podcast. I am on a mission to take moms from stressed and overwhelmed to calm and confident. Join me on this journey, and you will be sure to learn many tips and tools along the way. Hi, everyone. Today, I want to talk to you about something that seems so basic (laughs) and yet is so difficult for people, which is being kind to ourselves accepting ourselves, treating ourselves the way we want to, the way we typically treat other people or want other people to treat us. Sounds very basic, and yet we have a really hard time with it. Before I dive into that topic, I just want to say that the, one of the newest things that I added to the mom vault, and for those of you that are like, what is she talking about? I'm talking about an upcoming membership for Chabad Moms to have access to weekly live coaching in a community and a mom vault of resources. And so I have finished creating something called the Postpartum Surthrival Guide so that we can learn to thrive and not just survive after giving birth. And I'm really excited because I just added that 54-page ebook into the mom vault. And I want to thank all of you, whoever it was, that has given some of their own wisdom that was added to the book. There's a whole couple of pages in there called Advice from Other Moms. Because I did do some crowdsourcing and asked, what would you want to tell a newly birthed mom, <laughs> a postpartum mother? So anyways, very excited about that ebook. But today we are talking about self-acceptance. And so number one, it doesn't come so easily to us. And I think that might be, and by us, I'm just going to kind of like zero in on Lubavitch moms, Chabad moms, just because that is... Who I work with the most and part of that group and all that. But I'm sure this is also much more of a worldwide thing. But we um definitely are educated and raised to challenge ourselves and to grow and to better ourselves. And it's that's a beautiful thing, right? There's this amazing video of the Rebbe called Challenge, where it's all about doing more than whatever you've already done, and it's such beautiful messaging. We're so lucky that we are so growth oriented and constantly wanting to work on ourselves, take on another something, refine ourselves, work on ourselves, do more, do more, do more, do more. And I just want to make sure that along with that message, it doesn't mean that where we are is not good enough or not enough or in some way negative. And that's somehow, somehow that messaging got in there. There is a way to grow From a place of loving where you are. I really want you to think about that. You don't have to dislike where you are in order to grow. You can love where you are and still grow. You can accept where you are and still become a better person. You can tell yourself, I'm a really great mom and still work on your mothering. You can tell yourself, I have an amazing marriage and still work on your marriage, right? Deciding that something is great or good or whatever doesn't mean and I don't want to work on it. And that is like a thought error that's very common where we fear, and I just see this over and over again, I'm picking patterns that I see in my clients, but that I also relate to, we have this fear that if we're kind to ourselves, or if we accept ourselves, then we will never grow and evolve and become better, or whatever that is. And I really, really want you to question that thought error. So I always say that there are three steps to change. And step number one is awareness, because if you don't even know what needs changing or what the problem is or what you know if you're not even aware (laughs) there's no change that's going to happen right so first you have to really become aware of what's going on and then you have to accept it that's the middle step so awareness acceptance is the middle step and then once you have the awareness and the acceptance then can come the change now what the majority of my clients want to do is we create awareness it's part of coaching and kind of really get very intentional understand how they operate what's going on in their brain And then they're like, all right, I don't like this. I don't like that I do this. Where's the change? How do I change? How do I stop this, right? Instead of, and like really just wanting to skip over that piece of acceptance, because it again, I think it comes from that fear that if I accept this, that I'm like condoning it or I'm saying that it's it's fine and I could just stay right here, which neither of those are the case. And actually what happens when you want to just skip the acceptance part is that then you don't get the change. It doesn't work that way. And so I really want you to think about why, why accepting yourself is so important, why that matters. I want you to think about this. When you're accepting where you are, you aren't telling yourself where you aren't. I'm going to say that again. When you're accepting yourself for where you are, then you aren't telling yourself where you aren't. And that's a lot of of what gets in the way when we want to skip the acceptance piece, we're actually busy telling ourselves all the negative about ourselves. We're busy. We're kind of like pre the awareness stage. We're, we're sort of like undoing what the awareness is meant to do for ourselves. Okay. So I want you to think about like a, f- a flower. Let's say you plant a flower you have a garden, maybe you plant some vegetables, whatever it is, and you want it to grow. Right. In order to make it grow, you're going to make sure that it has proper sunlight and that you water it and that you nurture it and that's how it's going to grow. You would never go up to your flower and like take away its sunlight and like not give it water and beat it with a stick and be like grow, 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 right? But that's what we do to ourselves. We think that like I'm going to beat myself into growth. I'm going to be mean to myself into getting myself to become a better person than I am or a better mother than I am, right? So for example, let's say you yell at your kids, then what you do is you internally beat yourself up. Like, I'm terrible, I'm horrible, why do I always do that? And I, like this whole inner tirade that actually makes it harder for you to be the mom next time around that you know feels her emotion in her body and doesn't take it out on anyone around her and just kind of goes to get her space in order to... You know, let that emotion move through her body, let's just say, right? It's actually the way we treat ourselves after something happens is going to be a bigger indicator of how it's going to go next time. So the more mean you are to yourself, the less you accept yourself, the less that change that you want to have happen will happen. It's like counterintuitive a little bit, right? So I want you to just really think about that. How am I relating to myself? How am I relating to my own tender spots? am I learning myself so that I can beat myself up or am I learning myself so I can support myself better? Okay, that's a really good question to ask yourself. Am I learning myself so I can beat myself up or am I learning myself so I can support myself better? Right, that's where the acceptance piece comes from. Let's go back to that example where you you know, yelled at your kids And so option number one could just be to like internally beat yourself up. Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? I hate when I do that. uh, You know, I always lose it. I don't have it together. I'm becoming the person I don't want to be. Whatever, that whole inner, you know, self-criticism. Or what happened there? What was the reason that I kind of just felt the need to sort of like vomit my emotion? Oh, is it possible that I just pushed myself all day? Go, 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 go. Didn't give myself a breather. And so then, of course, when my kids walked in the door at the end of their school day, I was already, like, you know, done <laughs> for the day, so to speak. I didn't give myself any time to, to relax or something like that so that I can be in a relaxed state when they come in, right? That's you learning yourself. But you don't have the opportunity to learn yourself when you're just busy beating yourself up and not accepting yourself. It's, it undoes whatever awareness can do for you, okay? Okay. So I want you to think about that. I did a podcast episode um, a couple episodes ago about having a phone protocol, right, for phone usage. So you could use that example or just any action. You can decide, like, let's say you're like, okay, I want to get in charge of my phone usage, so I'm going to create a phone protocol for myself. Here are my phone rules, right? That's just one example. Really, any action you want to take, you can decide ahead of time how you're going to treat yourself on the other side of it, right? You can create a phone protocol. And then be like, and if I don't follow it, I'm going to love myself through that. I'm gonna be kind to myself through that. And I'm just going to go right back to it and be like, oh, okay, I'm a human. who didn't follow her phone protocol for today. Guess what, there's tomorrow, right? That way of treating yourself is gonna make it so much more likely that the next day you will be more on top of your phone protocol than when you beat yourself up and you're mean to yourself and you tell yourself you're not consistent. That was last podcast episode and all of those things in order to try to get yourself to follow your phone protocol for the next day, okay? So when you have a goal or you're trying to accomplish something, you're trying to be a certain way, right, whether calm or present with your kids or, you know, not on your phone so much or whatever it is, right? That's like you being in the race, right? Imagine you're like running a race and being the person to meet yourself at the finish line. I want you to imagine that you're both of those. You're in the race and you're the person who's meeting yourself at the other end. So if you are running that race and you fall and you bloody your knee in the race, does the person on the other end say, what's wrong with you? Get up. No, 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 like keep going. You know, no reason to care about your bloody knee or does she lovingly meet you and help you up, right? You get to be that person who's not just running the race, but who's treating the person running that race. And so one of the ways that you can start cultivating your self-acceptance muscle is finding the smallest, even silliest thing to celebrate yourself on, whatever it is. It doesn't matter, like literally the tiniest thing. You could be like, like even, I'm gonna just, for the sake of showing you how much, you know, like if you are mean to yourself all the time, if you yelled for three minutes instead of five, you can celebrate that. You could be like, wow, usually I go on and on yelling longer than that, but that was only three minutes. You can literally celebrate yourself for that, right? Or maybe it has nothing to do with yelling. It could even just be like, let's go with the phone protocol. You can be like, I was only scrolling on my phone for a half hour instead of the hour that I usually scroll for. You can celebrate that. It is instead of, oh my gosh, there I did, wasting another half hour, right? You can celebrate that it was a half hour instead of an hour. And that celebration, that acceptance of you is what's going to create an even greater change the next time right? Think about when you potty train your kids, let's say, right? What do you want to do? You want to make a huge deal about when they do it right and barely acknowledge the accidents. You don't want to make a big deal about the accidents. You want to make a big deal about when they made in the potty, right? (laughs) Because in general, humans don't grow well from reprimand, right? Yes, constructive criticism, 100%. But like this constant critical voice, which is probably much more likely what we're doing to ourselves as moms, we don't grow from that place. Again, you're that flower, that vegetable that just wants the sunlight and the water. You get to be there to pick yourself up lovingly. You get to be the person on the other end, treating yourself in this loving, accepting way so that you can grow. It is not a contradiction to growth. It is completely in line with creating the growth that you want to create in your life. Okay? I hope that leaves you with some food for thought. Ask yourself how you treat yourself. What is the relationship you have with yourself? And how can I shift that to be a little bit more loving? How can I shift that to be a little bit more self-accepting? And don't worry that that's going to stop you from being a growth-oriented person. Have an amazing rest of your day. I think that the path of motherhood is darkest when we choose to walk it alone. And that's why I'm planning the most amazing party of the century where you will no longer have to walk the path of motherhood alone ever. It's the calm and confident Chabad Mom Tribe, a place where we come together weekly for coaching and gaining tools in camaraderie. You'll have access to an entire mom vault of resources, videos, audios, and trainings to help you love your mom life and not just get through it. That's in addition to a workbook that will take you through tons of coaching tools that we'll do together on calls. And it's going to be an amazing community. You can visit www.group.adinalanda.com forward slash membership to join the interest list and be the first to know when doors open toward the end of the year. Again, that is www.group.adinalanda.com forward slash membership. It's going to be pretty awesome and I can't wait to have you join.